Hi, I'm Spencer. And I'm Blake. And, and you're, you're about, about to, to get, get jumped. jumped. Welcome to episode 44 of Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, a weekly podcast where we watch the anime so you don't have to. But you should still totally watch the anime. This week on Get Jumped, we're watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure with the introduction of Caesar Zapelli. Yeah, if you thought that somebody else was going to have a ridiculous hat inside of the show and you thought it was going to be a different hat, you're wrong. wrong. It's the same hat. <laughs> it's the same hat. Let's jump in. like the uh the half-hearted let's jump in there at the end yeah for real well it's kind oh, of man, a required guys. part of that whole bit so i mean you gotta say it <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh man we're gonna get into these episodes pretty quickly this week i just want to throw out uh a, a couple more times um you know probably this week is going to be the week where we have to really get in the rest of the votes um, for the new show that we're going to be replacing Cowboy Bebop with. Yeah. Um, cause it's going to be, uh, it, well, let's see, this comes out. Let me look at the calendar here. This is going to be on the 20th is when this episode premieres. And yeah. so two weeks after the premiere of this episode is when we're doing the episode for the, for the replacement. And I gotta say, I've got something on the calendar. So if you have a strong opinion, you need to speak up now or forever hold your peace because otherwise we're doing the thing I've got on the calendar. Um, yeah, we're definitely getting married. The, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, the week after the 20th, I will not be... We're going to have a grace period. So we're going to be watching stuff, handling other things. But after that, <laughs> it's going to be time. Well, you know, We'll see what happens in the next episode or two, but uh, get your votes in. I mean, yeah, for real. Honestly, we've mentioned this for like the last month or so. So if you haven't voted yet, you're probably not going to. But if you're one of those holdouts, I probably would be one of those holdouts. Vote. <laughs> yeah, for real. Anyways, um, we're gonna get into JoJo's Bizarre Adventures because uh, uh, Blake and I have some opinions on these episodes. Yeah. Um. So I've got a. By the way, I'm we're puppy sitting. They're in the other room, and I'm locked it away, but. There might be weird noises that you don't usually hear on my end, and it's the dog. So, um, yeah. sorry, Rashad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so things you need to know about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure before we get started today. Um, we are in a new age of JoJo. Our first couple yeah. of episodes were covering the original Joseph's Joestar um, when he was uh, hanging around being British. Um, but now he's American and he's got to fight some Nazis. Well, it's a different Jojo, uh, because Jojo's Bizarre <laughs> Adventure is actually like an anthology series, which I really like that concept a lot. Uh, so the original Jojo was ye olde English Jojo. This part <laughs> two Jojo is his grandson who lives in like 1920s era New York. And, um, they let's see oh god what happened so there's jojo he's very brash um he has some natural affinity with hamon which is this series sort of magical energy kind of like the energy that surrounds the people in dragon ball z that's chi in this it's hamon and lets them do similar things um 
There's... I can only hear the word rye after you say ham on every single time. I hear ham on rye, <laughs> ham on rye. Are you hungry or what's the situation? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it's a thing that goes through my head every time I hear it. Um, so uh, that's, a, that's a fair point, honestly. And um, let's see. We've got a minor character for these episodes. is uh, What's his first name? Speedwagon? Uh, I don't remember his first name. His last name, no, is, his Speedwagon, name is Speedwagon, and that's unironic. <laughs> and he is... Uh, and he's got a head wound! <laughs> he's from the first series, so now he's, like, grandparent age. He has become an oil magnate, and uh, we'll learn a little bit about what he's done with his money in this episode, sort of as a backdrop to some stuff going on. Um, other important stuff is uh, the... Pillar men. So they found this dude in like a, a stone tablet and they called him a pillar man. He was in a room surrounded by all these stone masks, which if you remember from part one are these demonic energy masks that when slapped onto somebody's face and splattered with blood, they will turn that person into essentially a vampire. And so these are dangerous. They found a lot of them in this tomb with this pillar man who was a mysterious guy that had been in the pillar for what seemed like several thousand years, but was still alive and in kind of a status of, I don't know, suspended animation or, or long-term long form sleep or something like that. Um, so they woke him up and this was not a good idea. The guy wreaked havoc and they managed to what they thought was kill him. We'll find out that he's not dead, but he is taken out of it for at least right now. Um, in this episode, uh, but they've discovered that there were several other of these pillar men elsewhere. Um, they were fighting off some, I guess, proto Nazis. I don't know. It's like the, it's like um, after World War One, but pre World War Two at this point. So mm-hmm. um, there are they. I think they are Nazis, or they're whatever was happening right before Nazis. But it's kind of the same situation. They're German soldiers around that time period, and um, so they the one that they were dealing with in South America revealed to them that there's some other ones in Italy. So we're off to Italy for Jojo's bizarre adventure episode 14 through 17 today. Mm -hmm. We're going to start off with episode 14 ultimate warriors from ancient times. And the first thing that we're going to see is Jojo just being the worst fucking American abroad. He is, uh, He's decided that he wants to eat some spaghetti, um, but at the same time, he wants to call it super gross because it has squid oil on it, which I think is, it's, like, a thing. Yeah, I, it's not I something guess. that I had heard of, except, like, when they said it, it sounded sort of vaguely familiar. It's definitely not the kind of thing that I, as an uncultured swine American, would be super mm. pumped to try, but basically it is spaghetti noodles that have been dyed black because one of the ingredients is, like freshly gotten squid ink so this is probably a specialty or something and he's treating it pretty poorly there is this guy um that is sitting at a table across from him who looks looks a lot like dio (laughs) uh yeah kind of um he is actually going to be caesar zapelli the uh great or the grandson of zapelli from before yeah, um, Zapelli, the part- original one, was the guy who taught the original Jojo how to use Hamon. So yeah. you might Hamon remember Rye. we also talked about <laughs> we talked about him in um, the last Jojo's Bizarre Adventure as well because his old mentor 
who had taught him Hamon became the villain in the previous JoJo's adventure episodes. So yeah. it's all so, connected. So Caesar Zappelli is going to do a couple of things while uh, the reaction from JoJo is just too fucking much. He, yeah. So first, he's being a first real JoJo's first. bizarre adventure character right here. Yeah, he's being much. Um, anyways, so, uh, first things first, he's going to, uh, think that JoJo's kind of being a dick and a being American. Which and is then he's gonna correct. Start, like, yeah. And then he's gonna start, like, talking up this girl that he's sitting in front of and telling her a whole bunch of cheesy lines where JoJo's being a complete dick about this. And yeah. then JoJo's just like, you know what I should do? I should take these noodles I'm eating. I should make them into little spears by putting my ham on inside of them and then throw them at this person I've never met before yeah. to, be, I guess, stab him to death? No, there's a line where I think what he does is he's charged his ham on in such a way so they're going to fly, like, spears or arrows to him. But, like, when they make contact, they'll just sort of, like, splat on his face and get stuck there for a few days. So he's basically just trying to humiliate this guy. Also, he ha- yeah. he is weirdly resentful of this dude being romantic and, like, at one point he thinks that he's not that kind of guy, which is cool. But, like, there's nothing wrong with being romantic. Like, yeah, the Caesar is being a little cheesy, but, like, it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Honestly, it's toned down from compared to how mm. most of the characters act at all times. So, it, this was so... Uh, I was just like, chill out, man. So, yeah, he shoots arrow noodles at the sky. <laughs> God, this is so anime. Yeah, so Caesar grabs the noodles in midair by catching them in other noodles and then throws them back with more ham on inside of them. Well, when in Italy. Yeah, and he, like, stabs them into his, like, glass of wine, and he's just like, oh, my glass of wine, maybe I should drink it. And then he tries to drink it, and then the the ham on noodles go away, and then the... It starts to like drain out on him. Honestly, so like, oh, you spilled wine on me. I'll murder you. <laughs> it's about as logical and easy to follow as all of that. So, um, anyway, we find out very quickly that um, this guy is Caesar Zapelli. Jojo doesn't know that until after their little ham on noodle exchange. <laughs> ham on noodle. Oh my God, Spencer. <laughs> so <laughs> we have to say ham on so many more times this episode. <laughs> so uh, they find out this dude is Caesar Zapelli. He's the dude we're here to see because he is the grandson of the original Zapelli. And he's like a, like a ham on master or like a ham on prodigy. God damn it. <laughs> so okay anyways let's go over to the other ridiculously named thing which is the speed wagon society which it should um, be a fan club or something but it's not <laughs> they love speed wagons hey by kids the way. join the wagons speed wagon society <laughs> <laughs> okay so um they discover a whole bunch of secrets about these stone masks one of the things you find out is that they're keeping one of these pillar man uh pillar men down by putting UV lights all over him yeah, and it's... also doing this uh, to like another big slab that has apparently the other pillar men inside of it. Yeah, so the um well, so that one's in Italy. But the original one, so the one from the last JoJo's episode that we covered, his name's Santviento. 
who's named after like the desert wind or whatever. I don't know. But so this is the guy that they woke up and then he killed basically everybody that woke him up. He's the one who injured Speedwagon uh, and that Jojo narrowly defeated. Um, The vampires that the stone mask makes, they have the classic vampire weakness where they can't get into sunlight or they'll burst into flame and die. Um, The pillar man also seems to have that weakness. Um, But it turns out that we, we learn in this scene that he was not, he, he wasn't killed. Um, He was turned into stone and actually he was like, covered in a layer of stone so he's still alive underneath there but the the light of the sun and subsequently the uv lamps that they have trained on him are basically keeping him hidden or else he'll be harmed um and they find this out by like sending a snake into the enclosure where he is and the snake like gets close to the stone and then the stone basically like absorbs the snake into it so they realize that like Sant Viento is still alive in there and he's still able to like absorb life into himself. But while the UV yeah. is trained on him, he seems to be locked down. Neither of us knows where this is going. So I don't know if that's going to hold. It seems a little dubious, but uh, it's okay for now. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, we're going to get some uh, real dumb shit that's going to happen between <laughs> Caesar Zapelli and Jojo. Honestly, they're going to get into real dumb shits about to happen. AKA yeah, Jojo's for Bizarre real. Adventure. Super dumb shit is about to happen. Okay, so here's the thing. So Jojo is going to be looking at some birds, and then Caesar is going to be looking at this girl, and he's like, you can beat up this girl. And then Jojo's like, you couldn't beat up a pigeon. And so Caesar kisses this girl, charges her with Hamon, and then makes the girl fight against Jojo. Yeah, she then basically Jojo... is like a mindless puppet after he infuses her yeah. with Hamon, which is real. Don't infuse people with your life energy so that you can control them. It's not an acceptable thing. It's like it's not okay. Maybe and with then, consent in a controlled environment, but like in general, not a good idea. Then some other more dumb shit is going to happen. Mm-hmm. That being so that Jojo stupid. gets beat up by the girl, and then he Caesar decides he's going to kiss the girl, but Jojo is hidden away a pigeon in her mouth, and it shoots out of her mouth into <laughs> fucking Caesar. When did this happen? Which, like, I love it because it's Jojo said he couldn't beat a pigeon, and so he uses a pigeon to beat him. But, like, this is a whole live pigeon. In case you guys don't live in cities, a pigeon is not, like, a parakeet or something that you, like, birds. It's like a parrot. It's a huge bird. They're fat. Like, you could not put a whole pigeon in your mouth. It's not going to happen. It's fucking insane is what yeah, it is. It's, it's just, fucking insane. It's bizarre. Shut up, you stupid bastard. <laughs> okay. So there's uh there's Okay. So there's also some stuff that's going to happen here in just a little bit. Uh We're going to meet uh, a Mauve I, shirt real quick. Yeah. So there's a character inside of the show that's introduced just uh, let's say he's in, he's in a red shirt. He's um, Claremont. He, he is Claremontian in his introduction. <laughs> like, yeah, this is so him. He Here's is his whole young... life and dreams. 
So he's this young man who's about to get married, and we don't know why anybody cares about him very much, because he's just a driver, and then we're going to go over here to see what's going on with the pillar man, and he's going to get fucking cut in half. He's going to get pillared. (laughs) So this guy's name is... He gets murdered. He gets murdered in half. Uh, Yeah. What happens to him? This Oh my god, when when Caesar is like holding his half body, it's so... Awful. This happened in part one when Zapelli, the original Zapelli, gets cut in half, and then the original JoJo is like holding his upper torso, and it just looks a little too much like he's a ventriloquist doll, and it like ruins the moment. Oh man! But this guy is halved in like the the long way. Yeah, and he was like, "Let's go like, have half a body again." <laughs> Anyways, the German soldiers, the German soldiers that were protecting these other pillar men were they were murdered by ter- be, being turned Wait, into Can I talk a about how he does it? Of humans? Yeah, it's what his name is Wamu. Guess he's related to Shamu, I don't know. So Wamu gets so this doesn't make any sense to me because like so there there's three pillar oh, men hold on, here. One second. Doesn't Wamu just sound like something that's sold by that guy who died that was selling the sham wow? Oh, uh, oh, I'm, uh, Billy Mays. Billy, yeah. Billy Mays. And by the Wamu. Wamu. <laughs> um, there's, there is such a good YouTube video. It's like the, it's like a Billy Mays compilation where they basically, like, take every infomercial that Billy Mays was in, or, like, every 30 second spot that he was in. And they play them simultaneously. So it's like a really loud cacophonous, Hi, I'm Billy Mays! And then just, just gibberish. And it's so, it's like, it's like one of those internet things. If you like, like, weird mashup internet humor, you would probably love it. So go check that out. It's easy to find. Anyway, back to the point. Uh, what Wamu does, they have... So the German soldiers have UV lamps trained on the pillar men, but somehow they get around it. So basically, Wemu is able to like open up a hole in his forehead and extrude a super long spinning unicorn horn out of it. And then he's able to like come back out of the stone enough that he can move his head around. So he like extrudes this dangerous, sharp spinning horn out of his face. And then sort of waggles it around the room so that he cuts all of the German soldiers. Well, not all of them, but he cuts enough of them so that their blood sprays everywhere. And specifically sprays all over the UV lights. So now the UV lights aren't keeping the pillar men down. And then Wemu like, re... Like, comes back the whole way. And he basically, like, all of the other German soldiers that are standing around, he just, like, blitzes through them. And you kind of see him, like, flitting in a matter of like two seconds around to each of like the 20 or so soldiers standing there. And somehow he has managed to like tie them together by like making them grasp hands and then they get stuck. So they're all in a line, like those monkeys, like the, like those monkey toys from the, from the barrel, the barrel of monkeys. And then, (laughs) then, um, he like takes the dude at the front of the line and sticks his, is cause the vampires in this, 
they don't have vampire fangs. They just like stick their fingers in you and suck the blood out that way. So he just sticks his finger in the lead dude's forehead and sucks the blood out of all of them. And they just like deflate in a line like dominoes falling. And it's, it's fucking absurd. Yes. Um, the other pillar men are going to be released. The other pillar men murder this guy that we've never met before for some reason, for no reason. For, and then they, it's um, Mark. I, and I think it's supposed to show that he's, they're powerful. They basically are ignoring them, but they walk past Mark and like they brush past his shoulder. But instead of him being sort of like pushed aside, just the parts of him that are brushed past get exploded off. So he's, like, a literally just, like, one half of him is gone, just down the middle. and mm-hmm. But he's still alive for, like, a little bit, so that we can have, like, yeah. a death scene with um, Caesar Zappelli, because it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, so having the death scene is more important than being any kind <laughs> of reasonable. Yeah, he's, like... He's like that that horrible amalgamation thing afterwards, and he's like, "Kill me." Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so Caesar is going to try to attack against Wamu. Wamu is going to beat the Christ out of him very, very fast, cutting fast. his face with his hair. Wamu or um, Caesar has a bubble beam attack, and it doesn't work. I knew you were going to mention this <laughs> stupid fucking. He basically attack. he talks about it too, where he's like, "It's like it." It honestly, it's not that stupid. It's kind of cool the way that they do it, but the way that they justify it was too much. Like, if you make bubbles out of your hamon, like if your hamon manifests as bubbles, I'm here for it. That's cool. It's a totally anime power, and I'm down with it. But the way that he explained it earlier is that all of his clothes and like gloves and shit are soaked in soap so that he can generate bubbles at bubbles at any time and that's too much <laughs> anyways we're going into episode 15 they all kind of run together at this point until the uh the last wait, one um so, wait there's a stupid part a at the beginning proof. of or at the end of the last episode where whamu so whamu is like subservient to the other two guys SCTC and cars um, so Whamu is like sitting there and like Cars is walking past him and Whamu attacks him out of nowhere and for no reason. And then Cars is like, I'm so sorry. I forgot that you're so prideful that you will instinctively assault anyone who walks across your shadow. <laughs> it's yeah. so much. Everyone is the most. So uh, they also... Yeah reveal that their plan at the end of the episode is to get something called the Redstone of Aja, which we're going to find out a little bit more about. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's really just to complete a it's better a, mask. Uh, it, it's a MacGuffin. Yeah, it's so. real stupid. There anyways. So um there's there's uh he's got this thing like spikes in his hair, so he's going to fight against the bubble attack and pop all the bubbles and then he's he whips cut. his hair back and forth. He then cuts Caesar in his eyes. Yeah. He actually cuts (laughs) him in his eyes. That's not the first time somebody's been literally cut in the eye on this show. Yeah. So there's a lot of really dumb things that happen in this. Uh, The worst of all being after Caesar is beaten, um, Jojo is going to step up to the plate to fight. And he's going to fight with this stupid fucking attack where he's got like like, these spinning balls. Uh, Yeah. It's 
it's something dumb. So he's like swinging it around and he's just like, haha, I'm going to be able to fight you really well. And then the guy's like, oh, this is so stupid. If you can even land a punch on me, I'll give you, uh, you know, some time. Also, and he's like spinning it around. He doesn't speed- land any hits. This is a stupid <sighs> attack, but Speedwagon literally watching JoJo prepare this attack says, and I quote, it's so ridiculous, it's sad. And I agree. Yeah. So he tries to hit him. He doesn't work because he's too powerful. Um, Wemu is fighting against him. And then we found out that Jojo's attack was with like a, a boomerang attack. So it hits Wemu in the head. Yeah. And then the bells Wemu are like is charged like, with Hamon. So they'll come back or some shit. It's Hamon's a real all purpose thing. So it'll kind of do whatever you need to hand wave. I, I actually, yeah, it's, I have a little note about this. Hamon was cool when they introduced it because Hamon is all about the breath. So it's like you have to like control your breathing, you get like life energy. It had a sort of like conducted nature to it because it it reacted really well with water and stuff like that and it was kind of cool. And then it was like every time they went against an opponent, that opponent had an immediate answer. Like, Hamon yeah. is anathema to these vampires and these pillar men. Like, they basically can't get hit or filled up with Hamon, or it will, like, destroy them. But mm-hmm. every single one of them has some sort of defense mechanism to shut down Hamon completely. Like, Dio had the ability to freeze the Hamon user so they couldn't send their life energy. And these guys have, like, Hamon resistant clothing that we covered in the last episode for Jojo. And it's just like, okay, is Hamon great or not? Because it lets them do all these things, but like they never actually do them successfully. And it's kind of frustrating because like, it's never shown to be as effective as they say it is. And then like, they have to find ways to make it work. And when it works, it works, but it never, there's never like an easy enemy at the beginning to show us that Hamon works and how, so it's just like, okay, you said it was all these things, but, like, it's clearly not. Like, they can work around this very easily. And it's kind of frustrating. And in part three and on, the series is going to pick up something called stands. And that's real different in my understanding. And I'm I'm eager to get there. Anyway, let's yeah, continue. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing that's going to happen next. It's going to be in pretty quick succession. First thing that's going to happen is that the the Pillar Man is going to use this crazy ability that he talks about called Divine Sandstorm. He apparently has the power of wind, and the other two Pillar Men are going to like by spinning his wrists around so fast. Yes, that they're so like the other cyclone two pillar... jet engines. Yeah, the other two Pillar Men are going to leave. This is important because of the stupid fucking inconsistency that happens next. They have left. They leave. Then Jojo is going to like hit, like land one hit on this one guy. And, uh, then he's going to be like, I like your, I I like your style. I'm going to cut your wrists so you'll die in a minute from blood loss. Uh And then Jojo's like gonna try to sneak away sneakily, but not really wanting to. He's really trying to lure him to a minecart. And then they're going to go down a minecart down into this fucking uh, I don't know where they are in the, the end of the, the middle of the ground. Track. <laughs> and, and then Jojo's like, uh, I have to not die here. So I guess I'll talk him into, uh, giving me a ring in my heart that will stop my heart. Wait, in wait, a, wait, wait. In, like, this part is delightful. 
So okay, Jojo sure. has a. You said delightful, but I say it's it's just it's obnoxious. The thing that gets me the most, and the thing I wanted to get to, you can explain what they're going to do afterwards. Sure. When do the other two come back? They when they, they explicitly come back. Like they are not just I there. I don't remember that at all. They they appear, but they appear because they're super fast, and they were like, "What the fuck? Why are you taking so long?" Um. Ugh. So, but w- what's stupid for me is that he cuts his fucking wrist, and he doesn't cut it, like, down the street. He cuts it across the street, so he's not, like, immediately dead and no gives his backsies. But that's a serious injury, and he specifically says, I cut it to the artery, you'll die in a minute. Then, several minutes later, he's still alive and still talking, and <laughs> they never address it. Like, he's not passing out from never, blood loss. Never, ever, like, ever. It is cut. And that's the last we hear of it. So yeah. also, I didn't like that. You remember? You remember when uh, fucking uh, Caesar got cut in the eye, and they were like, "Oh, he lost his yeah. eye." It, really, he just cut his eyelid, and it wasn't so, that bad because he's yeah. Fine. They do explicitly address that, and in in their defense, the cut looked pretty shallow, so I was cool with it. But yeah, they made a whole big deal of it, and specifically, Caesar was like. I only have one eye now, but I can still take you on. And I'm like, bitch, you know your eye is still there. You're the one whose eyelid is cut. So, mm. whatever. It, anyway, the part that I thought was really sweet was Jojo sitting there. Wemu is about to kill him. Um, Jojo has basically... I guess the, the cut in his hand has sort of made him weak. But it's not, like, killing him in any perceptible way. He's just kind of, like, not able to strike back as much as he would want to. So Jojo decides on a gambit, and his gambit is essentially that he heard Wemu use the word coward earlier in reference to what he thought about Jojo when he believed that Jojo was trying to flee the battle. He called him a coward, and from this, Jojo has deduced, because if you'll remember, this Jojo is all about reading his opponent and guessing what they're going to do or say to sort of fuck with them and use it against them. So Jojo has deduced from the use of the word coward that Wemu is really all about honor and um, and that sort of, like, battlefield respect. So Jojo is like, damn it, I'm frustrated that you're going to kill me because if I had a month, I would be able to kill you. And Wemu is like, what are you talking about? And Jojo's like, if I could train for for a month, I would be strong enough to beat you in one-on-one combat. And it's really a shame for a warrior of your caliber to take out somebody who's defenseless instead of to take out like a worthy opponent in a one-on-one battle. And it totally works. And I totally buy it. I thought it was a good ploy from Jojo. I absolutely buy how he read that situation. And I absolutely buy that Wemu would let him live. It's a very anime character thing, but it is on brand for anime characters. And it's not absurd. Like a lot of stuff in the show is. So Wemu is like, you've got, Yeah, the rings. <laughs> Wamu's like, okay, you've got a month. Here's how we're going to ensure it. You want to handle this, Spencer? So he injects a ring into um, fucking JoJo's heart. Uh-huh. And he's like... Like basically uh, a you... wedding ring? Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, if you want to survive, though, you have to defeat me and then take the... Uh, then take the antidote that's in my lip ring and then another one is just like, I want in on this too. You yeah, have to defeat me. 
or this one that's in your neck is going to kill you, and if you want your antidote, it's in my nose ring. And then and they're like, Cars, you want in on this? And then he's like, no, I'm okay. <laughs> also, my favorite is they're like, okay, cool, well, we're gonna go, and then, then JoJo is like, <laughs> he makes some joke about like being forced to be a polygamist or something, and I really liked it, because it was just so absurd. <laughs> yeah. There's a really lot of dumb things in this show. Anyways, although I have to say, go, I really enjoyed these episodes. I rolled my eyes about as much as I ever have, but these were the first ones in a while that, like, I was like, "Yeah, I'm into this." Yeah, we're gonna go into next episode, which is episode 16, Lisa Lisa Ham on Coach, and the big thing that you have to know, Ham on Coach. <laughs> <laughs> The big thing that you have to know here is that Lisa Lisa is uh, a very dumb character um, who doesn't <laughs> actually ever teach. She doesn't teach anybody actually anything. All yeah. she does is one time she beats the crap out of Jojo and then sticks an apparatus on his face that makes him have to breathe normally or he'll die of asphyxiation. Yeah, she is like a she's. A trial by fire, school of hard knocks, uh, extremist. So she, in like they arrive to what they think is a gondolier to take them to the island where Lisa Lisa lives, so that they can train with her. But it's actually Lisa Lisa who I guess figured it the fuck out that they were coming or something, and was waiting for them posing as a gondolier, who then takes the opportunity to beat. Jojo up and in the middle of the beat up affix a breathing apparatus to his face that restricts him from breathing except in a specific controlled way otherwise he will suffocate to death and she's like yeah. okay well I guess you gotta figure it out because that's what's happening now yeah and then the next thing there happened where he's like okay well I'll train with you but I hate you and then yeah. she's like okay your next thing is that you're going to be thrown down into this gigantic pillar it's where called the hell climb oil. pillar yeah and they throw them down this fucking corridor where they have to climb up these oiled walls or yeah. they will die and, and specifically of- Caesar is her pupil like he has trained with her before in the past that's how he became so good at Hamon. And he's, as she's opening this, she's like, we're going to start with this. And he's like, I haven't even done this. And you're going to start him on this? And she's like, yeah, bye. <laughs> yeah, for real. Okay, so in order to climb up this thing, you have to focus your Hamon so your Hamon will go through the oil so you don't slip down. Um, uh, Caesar figures out first that you should use your fingertips because it's going to be easier to focus your ham on through them. Yeah, they had a discussion like about a this. Wide service. They had a discussion about this earlier where, like, Caesar was able to hold a glass of water upside down without spilling any, and he tossed it to Jojo, who made the water, like, burst out because Caesar is able to sort of, like, send his ham on through his fingertips, which is more precise and controlled. Whereas Jojo sort of expels it wildly from his palms, which is sort of wasting energy and it's not as in control. So he basically has to learn how to do it the fingertips way or he's not going to be able to get out of here. Also, this yeah. this greased up pillar. Oh, my God. This oiled pillar. There's no way I'm going to get around this. Uh, <laughs> this. This pillar covered in oil is 
It is 24 meters tall. I looked it up. It's a little over 26 yards, um, a little over 78 feet, which is just underneath an eight-story building. So they have to climb up an eight-story building covered in, like, slowly waterfalling oil. Yeah, it's really weird. It's um, not great. They are climbing, it's kind of a cool trial, but it's also difficult. Yeah. So they're climbing up this wall, and the wall starts bending out, and they're like, oh, Wait, I'm so first, tired. first, JoJo Even... tries... JoJo watched Mulan before he came here, so he tries to wrap his uh, his shirt around the pillar and shimmy up, just like she does when she gets the flag. Uh, and Lisa Lisa's having fucking none of it, and throws a knife and slices his shirt in two. So she's like, no, the pillar rejects any attempts to get up it that aren't Hamon-based. And that will come back yeah. in a minute. Yeah, so they're going to be climbing up. And they get to this part where it starts to curve out. And JoJo's getting tired. So JoJo's like, I'm going to reach over. Because it's been like 28 hours. Thing. Yeah, he he like reaches over and he's like, I'm going to reach over here. There is a hand-shaped hole with a button very clearly sticking out of it. And he's like, oh, no, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, uh, to be fair, I think he's underneath it, so he doesn't see the button. But, like, come on, man. He, like, he like reaches in and presses this button. And then it just starts to shoot oil so fast that it would probably cut you in half if you just stuck your hand into it. No, which explicitly, is, uh, Caesar yeah, has a pin in his pocket that he attempts. And it slices any part of it that touches. Yeah, so Caesar figures out if he focuses his ham on into his hands, and then also ham on hands at the same time, <laughs> he can stand and stick himself to the wall, and then shoot his hands through the the oil spraying out, and then just kind of like as the oil is passing over the part of the body that's going through it, he can focus his ham on in that part, so pre- it'll prevent it from cutting him in half. Yeah, it's so cool. Jojo, he says like stick energy, which is like the energy that keeps him sticking to the pillar. He transfers to his feet, and then he has a split energy in his hands, which will allow him to split this um, otherwise very deadly jet of oil. Mm-hmm. So Jojo in, is just like, "Fuck it, I don't want to fall. I'm sick of this place." And he just like jumps out away from the oil and rides along the outside of it until he gets to the other side of the pillar and then using like, his ham on the other outside. Yeah, it's, he it's would not real... be able to have ridden it without using his magic ham on. But uh, this is after Caesar has been worried about JoJo because basically once Caesar does this, he's done. He gets to the top of the pillar, he's good. But he is worried about JoJo because JoJo is untrained. And he's basically like, you know, JoJo's kind of figured out how to get up the pillar, but that doesn't mean that he's not going to slice himself in half trying to get through this oil. And specifically, I know that JoJo's the kind of guy who, when he's pressed, he just jumps in head first. So, like, he deduces absolutely correctly that JoJo is going to try this by just going for it. And he's, like, pleading with Lisa Lisa. He's like, he's going to kill himself trying to solve this. Like, please turn that off. And she won't have it. Meanwhile, Jojo thinks that Caesar was giving him a dirty look earlier when Caesar was actually looking at him with concern. So Jojo manages to ride the oil over to the other wall. He gets past the oil slick, and then he's like trying to get the last few feet, but the ledge sticks out so much that it's hard for him to get over it. And 
he basically he's about to fall and Caesar catches him. And Lisa Lisa's kind of like, it's fine. He basically made it. And then they pull him out. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, she gets, she gets more chill at the very, very last moment. Anyways. Yeah. We're like, gonna also and it's in- reasonable because he's earned it, but she's been really fucking unreasonable up until this point. So I was still a little surprised. Yeah. So we're going to meet her, her other assistants, which are Messina and Logs. Um, they're Don't get attached. And uh, they are going to be very unimportant. Also, one of them is going to be uh, really killed very Basically soon. Basically killed off screen. Um, and he, he, like, we also montage, so this is... He gets his, he gets his lungs kicked out. Kicked his out, His lungs yeah. kicked out. Well, we've all been there. So, um, we came to Lisa Lisa with, like, 30 days left on the Poison Rings, so they do this um they do this pillar it takes them about 2 days and then basically they montage train with Masina and Logs until we're 7 days out from when Jojo's going to die from these rings. Uh and that takes us into our last episode for the day, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure number 17. Yeah. So the deeper plan is the name of this episode um and the pillars uh the pillar men they want this mask, and they want to put the thing inside of the the gem inside of the mask, so that they can put the create thing this in the thing, so scene. we become the thing. Yeah, yeah. So they Lisa, Lisa the red Ajo she... stone is what they want, and they they yeah. found one, but it's too small. And there's like a specific one that's like the big perfect one that they need to find, um, because the other ones that they might be able to find are just not good enough. Um, and they're going to put the stone in the mask. Because specifically, the masks turn humans into vampires, but these guys aren't human. They are some other species, or they exceeded human. They like exceeded humanity long ago, so um, the masks don't work on them. And in fact, we will discover in a second that one of them is the guy who made the masks. So the masks are designed to push humanity beyond their limits, and that's what turns them into vampires. So what they want to do is to push themselves beyond their limits, but the masks don't work on them. If they can get the stone, it'll allow the masks to work on them, and then they will basically become God. Yeah. So um, the they're going to go and try to find uh, who has this thing, and they find out for some reason. I have no idea how they know, but the Lisa Lisa has like the big stone or whatever. Um, yeah. And they're she gonna shows try to come after Jojo and Caesar, and Jojo and Caesar are immediately like. You have to destroy this to fuck them. And she's yeah, like, no, I can't because there's like a prophecy or whatever. Or like, she's like, legend says that we need the red H stone to beat them. So I got to keep it alive. Too bad. <laughs> so yeah. there so, we are. So Caesar is going to fight against his mentor. And then Jojo is going to have to fight against his mentor. Yeah. This so is they can defeat their like final test. Right. Yeah. So, they uh so Caesar goes off to fight on top of like these this weird wind area where he's like on top of a couple of ropes and they're gonna try to beat each other to death. And then Jojo goes off to find his mentor, and his mentor has been murdered by ECDC, who has kicked out his lungs by kicking him so hard. Yeah. And they say this out loud in the episode, and Jojo's like, well, that's a really hard way to kick. Um so 
he's gonna fight against ECDC, who's like, oh, well, I know I need to wait until this is up, but I don't want to wait. So they go and fight over the spike pillar, which they're just kind of running around on like a bunch of idiots. Yeah, the it's sound like a effect, pit by the with, way, like, hella sharp spikes. This is probably because like Caesar is fighting Messina on like tight ropes, essentially. So this is probably part of their ham on training is like, you know, you've got to be good enough to like stand on top of these ropes while you're fighting me and still beat me. For JoJo, this was probably the challenge is like, can you focus your ham on so that you can stand on these spikes without being stabbed to death while you defeat me in battle? So like, it sort of makes sense if you look at it from that anime logic. But for yeah. whatever reason, they take their fight out there also. Yeah. So they're fighting on top of the spikes. Um, the uh, while while this is happening, uh, uh, oh god, why why can't I think of Caesar? Oh, Caesar's name. Okay, so Caesar <laughs> is going to be fighting, and they like they like fight each other, and they're like, oh, well, we fought enough. Let's look down and see what's going on over here. To and they be see fair, Jojo fighting Messina, against. To be fair, Messina goes. If we keep fighting, one of us is going to die. And also, I think it would be me. So we'll call, we'll say that you have passed. And that way, neither of us has to die. So yeah. I buy it. Yeah. Anyway. You don't sound convinced. Yeah, for real. I don't. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so um, the next thing that's going to happen in here is. Uh, it's a pretty dumb fight sequence with some pretty dumb powers. I think they're sort of okay, but Blake thinks they're very gross. And they the are reasoning gross. why they're also kind is, of cool, but they're too gross for me to enjoy it. So I'm going to explain this in the way that I explained this to Blake earlier. It makes it a little so easier to swallow. EC, ECDC is going to shoot out his veins to uh, spit out super hot blood yeah, to he burn runs at like 500 JoJo's degrees. body. Yeah. So and the he way can make you boil this, from the inside. The way that he does this is he lifts up his fingernails and his toenails <laughs> like sedan, the back of sedans. <laughs> like they open like the so back of a truck, like a hatchback. Gross. Yeah. And then his like, his like veins come out of it's these like openings. a lid. And start like, <laughs> It starts spitting out blood out of it, so it's gonna burn Jojo. Jojo's like, oh no, but really he's faking it because he has, um, put down all of this little, like, pieces of thread, charged them with ham on, and then he pulls on one and it cuts off ECDC's left arm. Yeah, he does this. I, I think he actually cuts off his arm before the veins come out. Um, oh. but basically he gets his arm cut off by like surrounding it in a, a rope charged with ham on. Then as ECDC is able to, he's like, so we've seen people lose limbs before when there's one of these like vampiric beings, but then they're just like able to reattach the limb and it, they have like a, a healing factor. It doesn't like regrow the limb, but it can reattach it pretty easily. Um, so Jojo knows this. So he, the arm like falls on one of the spikes and Jojo goes over and gives it a good old fashioned ham on kick and it causes the arm to propeller around and all of the flesh and muscle to dissolve from the power of the ham on. So it's just bone. Then ACDC proceeds to throw a full on toddler tantrum about it. Like he goes ham 
on crazy. And he just like cries and is sobbing and then he's done. And he's just like and stops after like a minute. And he's like, okay, well, I got that out. And then basically he walks over to Logs' corpse and kicks down so that Logs' arm comes up. And then he reattaches that instead. And he's like, hmm, it doesn't have as much muscle as mine did, but I'll work it up. Anyway, what were we doing? Yeah, there's there's a weird thing that happens in this episode that uh, it's it's one of the things that frustrates me the most about this show, which is that they they decide that they're going to play a game of one upsmanship to see which person can impersonate the other person until they've done it the most. And yeah. we're going to see this here in a moment. So he, uh, Jojo, brags that he thinks before the fight, and he's like, uh, you have to know Sun Tzu's art of war. You should have known that you were going to win before you got into the fight in the first place. Yeah, it's some and quote then, from the art of war that like the battle is, like the victor of the battle is decided before the battle even begins, which is a totally cool yeah. quote. But he says in it maybe a, prematurely. Yeah, in a display of one upsmanship, fucking ECDC's like, I knew Sun Shu, whatever the fuck the guy's name is that wrote The Art of War. Sun and I met him before, blah, blah, blah. I've, I'll defeat you more. And he's totally about to destroy Jojo when With Jojo reveals. Yeah, when Jojo reveals that he's got this wool hat around it, and then ECDC's like, I knew about that wool that was down there, that's not gonna stop me, I put right. down my veins as well. So, yeah, Jojo's plan is to, like, string a string around the sp- using the spikes, because it needs to, like, it needs to be able to, like, attach to something, so he's gonna, st- mm-hmm. like, create a string trap and sort of drag ECDC around while, he's, while he strings it, and then... Once ECDC's in the middle of it, he's going to spring it, and like the strings will come up and and trap him, and he'll be able to chop him into little pieces. It's a decent plan. ECDC sees through it instantly, and mm-hmm. so he like sends his his veins down to like explode pieces of the string. So that plan's not going to work anymore. Except, and it this, is going to work. Honestly, because the was one too ship- stupid to function. Yes. So he says he's got this like sleight of hand thing where he can actually, even if it's cut in very specific he's places, like, he can you've still. You've been asleep for tie. two thousand years, but now we have magicians. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like there weren't magicians back then who were doing yeah. tricks. Whatever the fuck. You're bullshitting. Anyways, he pulls up this piece of rope that was, like, down... uh, This piece of wool that was down there, and it magically ties back together, then wraps around ECDC, who's been talked about as being, like, one of those powerful beings ever to exist. And Uh then wrapped up in this wool, he makes his entire body explode in because he's got so much ham on. It's very fucking frustrating. To be fair, ham on is, again... It is like the trick. It's the the trump card to play against these guys. So it it is established that if you can get them with a good ham on hit, they'll die. But we've also seen other characters of similar or even lesser ability not die from a ham on hit. So this has not been established as a just gonna work kind of thing. It could go either way. And the fact that it works here is like sort of unambiguously is real surprising. Also, 
I'm just going to describe the sleight of hand in more detail because it's that dumb that I just, I need you guys to understand. So again, the original plan is to string a, a line of string around this arena. But when ECDC destroys that string, he like chops it in a couple of places so that it's not a whole string anymore. So it won't work. And JoJo's like, I knew you were going to do that, so I did a sleight of hand trick where I strung a second string that the first string overlapped with. But, like, if you cut parts of the first string, the second string would still be connected to itself. And I'm like, even if you had at some point in this battle had time to figure out how to thread one string to interlock with another string so that you would have this fucking backup system. Like, there's no way that you could have done that at any point in this battle, and there's no reason why you would have done that before the fight, because it's so situationally specific. Accepting all of that, how did ACDC only hit the parts of the string that wouldn't ruin the plan anyway? Because the plan's still predicated on one of the strings being intact. So it's just... it. Honestly, like, it's just a plan that was foiled that the author didn't want to be foiled, so he found a really convoluted way for it to not be foiled. And we've talked about this, I think, with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure before, but definitely with Naruto, where you sort of set up stakes and then back away from them because you realize that you don't have any other solution or that you actually didn't want to mess up those stakes. And it's really really frustrating in a set of episodes that were otherwise pretty good this was the climax of them and it was it was really frustrating yep but there's a big uh cliffhanger at the end of it so that's okay Mm. jojo here's the cliffhanger jojo disintegrates ecdc then he's like huh I wasn't sure if he would disintegrate because when we put Santiviento in the sun, he was supposed to disintegrate, but he just turned into stone and he's still alive and we all know that. So I'm a little surprised that ECDC went down and then he turns to walk away from us, the viewer, and we see that there's a giant fucking brain attached to his back with like the super hot veins holding it there. How does he not know? How does he not feel it? I'm so confused by this moment. I had no idea what that was. I didn't know if that was like an x-ray into his body to show that there was still a ring inside of there. And his what heart a- looked like a crazy thing. No, like, it's a literal like brain a new- sitting on... It's not metaphorical. It's a brain attached to him. It's SEDC's brain. He's still alive in brain only. How did he get his brain out I of don't his know. Body to jump on JoJo's back? How- it's very fucking stupid. and It's, it's an it's, ass pull. It's stupid... It's stupid to the point where I was just like, I got to the end of the episode and I was like, nah, I just want to skip this. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the problem with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure that we've encountered before is just that like it's sometimes the author is just like, no, I'm gonna do this, and it's like it doesn't connect to the story. The th- that JoJo having this like plan with the threads, it doesn't. If you stop to think about it, it doesn't make any sense. Even with anime logic, it's a stretch at best. And the brain thing, too. It's like he exploded in front of Jojo while Jojo was facing him from several feet away. So how did his brain get from the exploding body onto Jojo's back and attach 
there secretly without Jojo seeing it or feeling it hit him or noticing it in any way. Like how this, there's no way that you can justify it other than it's a, it's a cool scene, I guess. Like that's it. And it's really frustrating. A lot of you might be more forgiving. Um, I suspect the series will get a little more consistent. I, I kind of am under the impression that this manga artist has been going at it for so long that like his stories become better and are told better with sort of each, each passing section. Um, So I still am happy that we're watching this and I'm still excited for what's to come. Uh, And I still did for the most part, enjoy these episodes, which was a change from the last few times we've watched Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. But like Mm -hmm. it, it's a lot sometimes. Yeah, for real. Anyways, we're going to go ahead and jump away from this, and we're going to do our um, our preview of next week, where we're going to watch a much better anime. Yeah, uh, and if you want to vote on the Cowboy Bebop replacement, remember, this is really your last chance. You can do it by contacting us on one of our many social media channels, which you're about to hear about, so use those. Boom. Lake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions. With sound editing done by Rashad English of Plain English Productions. He's our level 5 sound wizard. Our podcast is ad-free and we want to keep it that way. If you want to keep it that way too, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Patreon members get exclusive member content and unlock group perks. Follow us on Twitter at BNS Get Jumped. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. Or talk to us on Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash get jumped. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help us chart on iTunes. And remember, new episodes come out every Sunday on your favorite podcast platform. Next time on Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. Need to make some fast cash but don't know how? Grift some people. It's as easy as arm wrestling. Are you a recently acquired hunter exam license holder? Well, you can grift some people. How you might say? Use your nen to always win. Use your nen to always win. Oh my god. This is we have by stop. far the dumbest one we've ever done. <laughs>